Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email agelessarttattooandpiercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue, the Mom's Music at Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Tuning into the Metal Forge, I am Mark Jackson and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or visit the website metalforgeradio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. Thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Metal Forge. My name is Mark Jackson and I am your host. Wow. Today, I have Rob Dietrich from Blackened American Whiskey here on the Metal Forge studio line, and we're going to be talking about some awesome, cool stuff with from their blend with Willet Distilleries from Kentucky, and to just so much more. But before I get into it, I do want to say thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to the shows and giving me the feedback that you guys do. It, it's super awesome. Thank you. I'm still not over COVID yet. I'm... I spent 10 days off work. I recently went back on the 13th, and I feel like absolute death. It's so... This shit sucks. So go out, be safe, get the vaccine. Just, you know, be smart. Don't go to huge-ass shows, I guess. Uh, I learned my lesson from that. Um, But anyways, thank you all. I am going to play some awesome music today. Some music, uh, some Metallica that I don't usually play, you know, because, hey, I like to focus on the independent bands. But today, since we're talking with Rob from Blackened, we're going to listen to some Metallica. Down below, there are links to the sponsors. And without you guys supporting them, they can't support the Metal Forge either. And I am so grateful that you all do help these businesses. Whether you're listening to their podcast, you're buying instruments from them, you're going and getting tattoos, you're going to the Discogs page. Thank you all so much, and continue to please support all of these guys. You know, Ageless Art, Tattoo and Piercing, Mom's Music, Maxwell's House of Music, Better Days Records, Unchained Tapes, Mercenary Press, The Wrestling Steve Show, The Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast, the It's Gonna Get Weird Podcast. Keep supporting those guys, because every bit helps us at the Metal Forge, and it helps them too. Also, making sure you all uh, click on the Spotify playlist as well. You get to hear all of the previous uh, bands that have been on the show, and you'll be supporting those people as well, too. Thank you all. And because I just recently went to see them and met Rob at the Louder Than Life Festival on Sunday, September the 26th, this is going to be from that show. Yeah, this is My Friend of Misery. 
All right, Metalheads, I'm being joined on the line right now with the master distiller from Blackened Whiskey, the Metallica label. You know who it is. This is Mr. Rob Dietrich. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. How you doing, Mark? Dude, I am doing uh, just fine. Uh, just It's been a, la- a crazy last couple of weeks. Uh, but how's it going? 
uh, weather doing all right for you where yeah. you're at? Yeah, no kidding. It has been uh, it has been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I think with COVID times, it's everything just seems accelerated in some respect. Very um, much so. But you know, I'm doing good. I'm based I'm based out of Denver, Colorado. We got uh, you know, Colorado gets uh, all four seasons um, pretty pretty specifically. So I'm we are right in the early throws of fall, and uh, I'm I'm loving it. Definitely, and you're you're just right before the winter time, and it's probably super nice out there right now. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I'm a Colorado boy. Uh, you know, wasn't born here, but I, I we moved here when I was six months old, and I've 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 lived here most of my life, and I I absolutely love Colorado. I got a traffic <laughs> ticket on my way through uh, in tour through there one time, so I definitely know uh, how it where, can be where at? in Denver. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the interstate and it jumped from a, a 70 to a 50, and bam, there it was. <laughs> yeah, they'll do it. I, I've seri- I seriously thought about not paying the ticket, but I was like, you know what? I might want to move here later. So I, I went ahead and paid it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I did that, I did that years ago in Utah, and it, and it you know, kind of hounded me for, for years afterwards. I was like, I knew I wasn't going to ever move to Utah, but I was like, ah, I should probably take care of that. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, Utah was yeah. weird because we came through there as well, and it's nothing like that either. <laughs> There's just nothing there. No, it's a weird state, and especially if you know, if you are an imbiber like myself, and you like to have a beer and a whiskey in front of you, um, that's that's not legal in Utah. You can't have two drinks in front of you at the same time. Wow, really? Bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah, I don't get it. I- and they can't pour they can't pour your drink for you in. In, in front of you. So they, they have to go behind a screen to pour a beer or to pour a whiskey. They can't pour it right there in front of you. It's, it's, they got some weird, weird laws there for sure. That is absolutely crazy. And I'm going to have to go and, and see this myself now for sure. So tell everybody out in the Metal Forge here, you yeah. took over the master distilling for Blacken in 2019. How does the process work yeah. for you guys? Yeah. Um, uh, well, you know, as far as the, you know, taking over, um, you know, this was an original, you know, collaboration between Metallica and the legendary, uh, late Dave Pickerel, um, who was just a incredible, incredible whiskey maker. He was a friend, um, you know, someone that, uh, was a master of his craft. And, you know, when, when, uh, when the band came up with the idea to create their own whiskey, it was, you know, it was really important for them to be authentic, for it to be, to, to be able to stand on its own. And to be a content, you know, contender in the whiskey world, you know, just as, you know, everything that Metallica does, they, they throw a thousand percent at, you know, they're so passionate about what they do and so meticulous about what they do with their sound. And, you know, it was the same way. They didn't want to have a whiskey that, that they own, you know, they own it outright. Um, you know, where, um, and, and it, you know, I, I, that was what I was originally just a very appreciative of and, and, um, you know, very happy to see that, that, that that's where they started from was like, okay, we're going to go to, like, we know, we know music. Uh, we're going to go to a guy who knows how to make whiskey. And that was Dave, you know, and then, uh, and of course, you know, I, I was actually at the event, uh, in San Francisco where Dave passed away. It was a whiskey fest. So, you know, I kind of feel like he died with his boots on doing what he loved, you know, and he, he left a, a great legacy with this whiskey. And, you know, I was able to, um, to, to step in and, and, you know, continue, Upholding his legacy and and also creating uh, creating some some cool innovations myself and you know I've I've uh, come to the table with a, a different set of skills that uh, you know that I that I enjoy uh, being able to utilize now. Absolutely, uh, reading on the Blackened website, it really comes across as you cherish what Dave had done and still have made it your own. Absolutely, you know it's important to me. To, you know, to honor Dave and, and, and the legacy that he, you know, that he left behind. You know, he, he had his hands in countless, countless whiskeys. You know, there's, there's so many brands out there that he helped design and helped build. And, you know, and I've, I've definitely had, you know, folks before, you know, say, wow, you got some big shoes to fill. Well, I don't have any shoes to fill. Those are not my shoes to fill. You know, I, that, those were, that's Dave's legacy that, that he kept and that I, you know, I uphold the, and honor, um, his, his part in blackened, you know, and that, and to me, um, it's important to, to always show that respect to, you know, to this incredible creation, but also to take, you know, the ownership of what I've, where I've, you know, started to take it, you know, it is a blend. So you're always kind of tweaking a blend just a little bit, um, and dialing it in and dialing it in and making it, 
um, you know, I was trying to make it even better. And, uh, you know, and then furthermore, creating, you know, newer whiskeys and other whiskeys and, and continuing that on and applying my skill set to it. So I, I really do, uh, you know, love that, you know, that I'm, I'm getting to uphold that and honor Dave and all at the same time, you know, I get, I'm working with, uh, you know, one of my favorite bands on the planet and the best metal band on the planet. So, um, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's a huge honor in, in so many ways. Absolutely. Going forward with this, where some of the things you have changed, you've got black noise. Yeah. Run, run through that with me. Cause what it sounds like is that you're, you're playing music while aging the whiskey. Is that correct? That, uh, well, it's more specifically, we're playing the music. Uh, at a low frequency while we're finishing the whiskey. So the, okay. the whiskey is already aged. Yeah. So what, what, what we've got is a, a solid blend, uh, of, 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 you know, these incredible whiskeys from North America. We've got, you know, Tennessee bourbon, Indiana rye, uh, Indiana bourbon, Canadian, Canadian rye. Um, all these that we, we, um, age to an average of eight years. And then we do a cast finish in a, a black brandy barrel, which is a Spanish brandy. And while we're doing the finishing process, this is where we apply our black noise, uh, trademarked, uh, that's a trademark name, uh, and we are, we do have a patent on this process, uh, but the black noise sonic enhancement process. And this is where we are, uh, we are playing music, um, of course, you know, Metallica playlist, uh, at a very low frequency, um, and then we are playing it, uh, we have a, a, a proprietary device that was created by Meyer Sound, which is the sound company that creates that, that wall of sound for Metallica. All their, all their, you know, their subwoofers, their speakers are built by Meyer Sound. They're, they're all proprietary equipment. Uh, so they created a device for us to be able to, uh, play Metallica music at a low frequency. Uh, so, you know, it's just like anytime you've been at a concert, you walk in front of a speaker and you feel that vibration in your chest. Your whole body's actually moving because of the vibration of the, the bass tones. Um, that's exactly what we're doing is we've taken away, we fine tuned, uh, you know, and, and applied our science to this uh, process to where we are aggressively vibrating barrels so rapidly that the whiskey is moving in and out of the wood um, at, a, at, a, at a very vigorous uh, pace. And so it's picking up more flavors from the wood. It's picking up more color. Um, we, we actually, you know, started um, out, you know, it just was kind of an experiment. I mean, no one had really, you know, people have played music to their, to the whiskey before and, and to wine and that sort of thing, but no one had a, really taken an approach by, you know, working with a sound company and creating, uh, this, you know, a device that could actually, you know, project this kind of energy and, and motion. Um, so when we did have the science behind it, we had the, you know, a barrel that what we call our control barrel that, uh, that we use, um, that we, we, we took the same whiskey, we put it in two cast finishes. One barrel we put in one room, the other barrel we put in another room and applied the sonic enhancement to it. We took samples from both those barrels after the, the process was over and sent them off to a lab and we discovered that all nine flavor profile markers in the sonic enhanced barrel were completely elevated over the other barrel. So we had proof that this sonic enhancement, the black noise process actually worked. And that was, that was a huge cool innovation. Um, you know, to, to be able to be a part of, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's so many traditional ways of making whiskey and here we are taking, you know, just kind of, kind of taking those traditional methods, embracing them, but then going in an entirely different direction with the innovation of, of the black noise, um, sonic enhancement technology. That is absolutely amazing. Now I've heard it, it, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, because you wouldn't think, I mean, I guess, the the easiest way I, I I can relate to it is you know putting the the headphones on the the pregnant mother's stomach kind of thing when she's pregnant you know uh, <laughs> sure uh, I mean that's the way it honestly oh. sounds to me but that you wouldn't think that the frequency of the music would actually do something like that but it does and there that makes it limitless I mean could you 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 could do this for really anybody you know you have a Black Sabbath deal and you know this music might be different on this batch and that would well, be, that's you, just rad yeah if you think about it yeah i think we you know we've probably all seen at some point a you know an image of a sound wave um you know for example that the front of the bottle of blackened uh behind the word blackened is a is a sound wave um and, you know just a, it's a sound wave 
it's an actual, actually that sound wave is James Hetfield singing the word black. It's an actual sound wave of him doing that. That's um, awesome. But what's cool about, yeah, it's, it's a neat little, a little Easter egg on the, on the bottle. But what's, what's neat, you know, when you look at a, at a sound wave, you know, that's, that's representing peaks and valleys of, of motions. That's movement. That's, you know, that's, so that movement, you think about, um, you know, uh, uh, like Unforgiven, the song Unforgiven, you know, it's, it's, it's a ballad. It's going to have these kind of, you know, slower, softer kind of, kind of motions. The peaks and valleys are going to be wider and shorter. Whereas, you know, you play Whiplash or, or, you know, something, something hard hitting and it's just going to be like steep peaks and valleys. All that, all that represents motion, which means that every, every batch of whiskey is going to be slightly different because of the playlist. You know, so if you go to blackandwhiskey.com, you can, you can actually look up the batch number. So you look on your bottle, you see the batch number up at the top there. You can look up your batch number on the website and see which band member selected the playlist. And, uh, and sometimes it's, it's been myself as well. They've been, um, very cool and have, uh, have bestowed that honor upon me a couple of times. Um, but you can look at the playlist and see which, which band member it is. And see that the, and it'll, it'll list out the, the songs. And then right next to it is a Spotify icon, uh, and an, and an Apple iTunes, uh, icon. And you can take a photo of, of those and it will populate into your playlist. So you can actually listen to the playlist that was used to sonically enhance the whiskey that you're actually sipping. That is awesome. I'm actually looking at the one that I had at the show and Rob Trujillo did this. I had batch 118. And it's some yeah, heavy, that's yeah. some heavy hitting songs in that one. So he he definitely he, to, he, he definitely made a good one. Song. He he likes he, he likes to select you know pretty bass forward songs for sure. For sure. That I mean I wouldn't expect uh, anything less yeah. of him. Yeah, of course. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. So you also recently teamed up with Willet to create a, a blend. Indeed. Tell me about that. Yeah, man. I, I got to tell you, it, it was it was so much fun. You know, we we kicked off uh, our Masters of Whiskey series, uh, which is where I am collaborating with other master distillers in the industry uh, to create a unique and limited release uh, whiskey. And we kicked it off with Willet, 
uh, because I'm a huge fan of, of Willet Rye. I think he just makes phenomenal whiskey and, uh, and I've, you know, I've become good friends with Drew Colesveen, their master distiller throughout the years. And he is, he's just, um, such a, uh, such a, he, you know, we, he's such a great guy, but we've also discovered very quickly that our palates are very similar. Like when we sat down, we had like 30 or 40 different samples of whiskey and, and it was all will at whiskey. You know, I, I'm, I was like a kid in a candy store with that and, and just said, well, what do you, what do you want to listen to? And, uh, I'm not listening to you, but, um, uh, you know, what do you want to taste? Uh, I was looking at my record player when I said that. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and, and I, I was like, wow. I mean, just, you know, it's the, the whole, you know, the entire barrel house of, of will it kind of at my fingertips. And I, you know, so, you know, we tasted uh, a couple of recipes, a, a low ride recipe and a high ride recipe and, you know, a, a variety of years, anywhere from four years up to eight years. And, you know, we sat down and just, you know, from 30 different samples, you know, we, we narrowed it down to five and he, we kind of, kind of did it at the same time. We were just selecting samples and making our own little batches and then we were comparing and then trying each other's batches and we were, or we were blown away just by how, you know, how close we were in our percentages of, of, of different choices. And then when we narrowed it down, you know, it was within about, I think 13 to 17% different. That was it. Wow. Like, you know, when we actually had, you know, and, and it was just kind of funny. We just, we noticed, um, and I, you know, I was talking to Drew about it. I saw him at, at Louder Than Life. Um, and we, we, he came down to the show as well. And, and he was just like, he goes, it freaked me out. Like how close our, our palettes were. It was, we were talking to Danny Wimmer, uh, the, um, the promoter for Danny Wimmer presents for Louder Than Life. And, and we were telling him like, you know, how the process went. And Danny's, you know, he's a, he's a huge fan of, um, of Blackened and, and, and of course of Willet. So we, uh, we had some fun sipping some whiskey with, uh, with Danny and, um, you know, myself and Drew and it was, it was a good time. But, you know, you know, after we created the batch, you know, I knew I wanted to do a cast finish. I, you know, where, where I cut my teeth in, in, you know, in Colorado making single malt whiskey, you know, I was, I was at the distillery there for 13 years. I, I did a lot of cast finishes and had some fun with those, with those programs. And so I, I knew I wanted to do a cast finish, but you know, as soon as we had the batch kind of dialed in, I, I was trying different things, trying, you know, different, different angles, different elements. And, and Madeira was always kind of in the back of my head. I, I already had an idea. That's what I wanted to use. And it just, it was perfect for this. You know, it, it really balanced out. Um, you know, it, it kind of accompanied the, the, the low rye recipe, um, and, and balanced out that, that spiciness of the high rye. Um, and really just created this really rich, um, <laughs> this really rich tapestry of flavors. Absolutely. And it is a bit stronger than the regular blackened. It's, uh, it's about 54, almost 55% uh, alcohol. It'll, it'll pick you up and, and yeah, set we you down pretty quick. Drink. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll let you know it's there for sure. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And I love the inverted bottle. Yeah. You know, that was, um, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, again, if, if, um, you know, any of your listeners are, are familiar with the, uh, the, the logo on the, the black and bottle, but we've got that, that, uh, sound wave, uh, in black behind the white lettering of, of the word blacken. With the blacken will it release, um, we inverse that now to your, to your point where the, that sound wave behind the word blacken is actually clear. And then the rest of the bottle is black. So you can actually see the whiskey behind the word blackened. Uh, and then the rest of the world, and the, the rest of the bottle's black. It, it looks really, really cool. And they look great side by side. Oh, absolutely. I've seen pictures side by side and they both look amazing. It's, I yeah. love when, when products do that. It's, it's like that. It's so enticing. It's like, it makes me want to try it. <laughs> which I did not get a chance to try yeah, any of yeah. that yet. It, it, and it is out, correct? Uh, it is. It just hit the shelves. Um, actually, it's hitting the shelves now in some, some states. Other states, it's already already kind of getting sold out in some states. You know, our, our distribution started on the East Coast. So, um, you know, it's just now hitting California and some of the mid middle middle states. Uh, but it is limited. So if you do find a bottle, definitely snap it up because it's, uh, it's not going to last for very long. Definitely. And that seems to be a... You know, I'm from bourbon country. You know, I'm, you know, I'm from the lower sure. Kentucky area. We're famous for, for a lot of that. And it does seem like there are a lot of limited edition whiskeys out there. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and, and that's what's fun. I think any, you know, any distiller or, or, you know, you, you don't want to just keep, you know, you, I mean, we all enjoy making our, our whiskey and making our, you know, our base brand. That's, that's so much, you know, that's fun for us. But what's even more fun is just, 
you know, getting to play around with a little something on, you know, you know, like a, some, a creative project. And, and that's, you know, that just keeps the, the spices of creativity flowing, you know, and, and, you know, so I think you're going to, you're going to find a lot of, a lot of uh, distilleries will release a very limited, like, Hey, we're just messing around with this, you know, let's, let's release that. What do you think of that? And, you know, and sometimes if people really like it, um, you know, some distilleries will say, Oh, let's carry this all the time if we can. And sometimes, it's just, it is what it is. It's just limited in a space and time and, and available only for that time and, and, you know, to, you know, take advantage of it while you, while you can in that sense. So I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad that we were able to, to, to again, work with Willett, um, the Willett team and work with Drew to, to be able to, um, create something special and, you know, and then continue on, continuing on in the Masters of Whiskey series. Next year, I've got a project I'm already working on with, uh, with another master distiller and then, you know, the year after that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of the sky's the limit. There's so many, um, so many talented distillers out there, not just in the United States, but worldwide, you know, so at some point it'll be, you know, it'll be fun to, to kind of stretch the legs, um, in, in the, in the international market. Um, and, uh, you know, but you never know. It's, it's, it's just fun to collaborate, you know, just like the band, you know, collaborates with other musicians. It's, it's a, it just, you know, sometimes you're inspired by things that you don't even, you wouldn't even know to approach it from that direction. You know, I was, I was talking to Hetfield. Um, uh, he lives, he lives fairly close to me in Colorado and we, and we'll, I'll, I'll go up there and smoke cigars with him on occasion. And he, he was, was playing for me that, you know, when they just did this collaboration for the Black album, um, he was playing the song on, a, on his phone. It hadn't, you know, none of this was released and no one knew it was coming out yet, but he's like, he's like, listen, I want to, I want to, I want you to hear this. This is, He's like, this is just so cool. And it was Miley Cyrus, uh, Elton John and Yo-Yo Ma playing Nothing Else Matters. And he, and he's like, look at my arms. He's like, I've got, I've got goosebumps right now. And he's like, he's like, I never would have thought to play it like that. Or I never would have thought to, you know, he has, it's just, he goes, I, I just love that other people are inspired to, to play this in their own, in their own fashion. And I, I just like that he, I like seeing that he's still inspired by, by his industry and by making music. And, and, and that, that, that encourages me to, you know, to keep my inspiration in my industry as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is a rad uh, rendition of the song. I, I can't complain. I, I like it <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, you know, when I, when I first heard it, I, you know, I was telling him, I was like, I was like, wow, Miley Cyrus sounds like Stevie Nicks. Like, it, 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 she really had this kind of like, like that, that depth to her. You know what? I said the exact same thing when I saw them perform on, uh, was it with Howard Stern a few weeks back? Yeah. 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 I said the same yeah. thing that, uh, that she had that Stevie Nicks quality. There was something about her that was different. And I don't know if it's, you know, the trials and tribulations right. of life, but something was different and I think it actually clicked and it was so good. Such a great performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So you did sit there and tell me that you go up and you, and you hung out with, uh, James while doing this. You got to tell me about the, the 28 Ford. I mean, cause I got a picture with me oh, and you in front of is it a 38? The, yeah, the 38. Oh, sorry. My, yeah. my mistake. 38 Ford. Yeah. Yeah. The third 38 Ford cab over engine. Uh, I love driving that thing, man. It's so much fun. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a vintage car guy myself. Um, and I've owned many throughout the years and, you know, same with motorcycles. I just, I like, I just like machines and, and, you know, and obviously James does as well. He bought that truck originally to, to kind of build it into a car hauler. You know, he was going to put a cool trailer on the back of it and use that as like the, you know, the puller, uh, to pull pulled you know a couple of his classic cars around definitely has uh, the girth to do it yeah yeah i mean that thing is just a it's a little it's a little tank um for sure but he decided instead you know to um it's still his truck you know it's still his truck uh but he's he just decided to donate it to blackened uh to use as our as our um as our showpiece you know as our as our, our blackened brand show you know, show truck. And, and it's, it's definitely been modified. You know, the engine, uh, is not original. The transmission is not original, which is great because, you know, that thing gets up and goes. I've, I've, I've been, you know, I've been down on the highway. Last time I, I drove it was up in, uh, um, at, uh, Sturgis. I was just at the Sturgis motorcycle rally, uh, earlier, earlier this year. Actually, I, no, I drove it after that. I drove it from Tampa to Orlando, you know, and, and highway speed, man, it gets up and goes. It, it likes to, it wants to run. You know, it wants to run. So it's, uh, you know, all black. Um, you know, James worked on designing it. He loves doing that. He loves to design 
and you know, like you, you ever see his cars at the absolutely donated ten cars to the the Peterson exhibit, and you know, every single one of those are you know his design uh, in some 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 way, shape, or form. Absolutely. It's going to get weird as the name of the podcast. We're on season two. So you have a whole season to get weird with Frank Green and Scott Clark. The best part is there's always laughter. We have national touring comedians, NFL stars, rock stars, your local friends. It always gets weird. Weird answers. Have you ever snorted coke off of a 78 Pinto? No? You ain't no Man. Weird questions. Who had a bigger cocaine habit, Jock Sutherland or Kaywood Ledford? Neither one, because they stopped beating their wives. <laughs> and weird, we never even thought of. Well, no, my friend is on acid, and I sent my friend to go find a payphone so that I can call and turn myself in for murdering this guy and ruin my life. We love all types of people, but we don't love all people. <laughs> weird. It's gonna get weird. Is the name of the podcast available everywhere? And thank you to Big X Sports Radio for being a proud sponsor of It's Gonna Get Weird. Frank Green, Scott Clark. Yeah. Hey guys, Wrestling Steve of the Wrestling Steve Show here. Uh, so if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. The, my show is called The Wrestling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. Be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is the Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like like Confucius said, uh, man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling. Hey, it's Mark Maxwell at Maxwell's House of Music. Listen, all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website. Check it out at maxwellshouseofmusic.com. We carry all the top brands, like Fender. We got Gibson. We also have basses. We've got ukuleles. We've got drums. We've got sound gear. We've got keyboards. I like to switch over and ask um, some questions about you, about the guests as people, because we're all people, we're all in it together, and we're all enjoying life as much as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Being a metalhead like my, you know myself, going on tour, I pick up a lot of stuff, you know, trinkets, whatever. Do you collect anything? Sure. I, you know, it's you know, it's funny. I was I was in the music industry for about ten years before I got into the distilling game. And, you know, I was, um, I started out as a rigger in, in San Francisco with Bill Graham Presents, uh, and then, you know, um, stagehand, stage manager, I've done tour manager, uh, you know, roles of, of, um, you know, managed festivals and, and helped design and build festivals. So a lot of things, you know, throughout those years. And this was, you know, this was in the, the mid nineties up into the mid two thousands. And I, I collected a lot of things, you know, along the way. Um, definitely one of my, you know, prized possessions is my guitar pick book. You know, I, you know, there was a lot of great bands that were touring, uh, you know, back then, uh, that, that aren't touring now. Um, so, you know, I, I, I collected a lot of, a lot of epic, uh, guitar picks, you know, anything from Prince to Santana, uh, you know, to, to Rob Zombie, uh, you know, just some, some pretty fun, you know, fun stuff like that. And I've, you know, collected a lot of the posters throughout the years, um, a lot of the lithographs and things of that nature. So I, you know, I definitely, um, I am a collector. I definitely collect, you know, a lot of, a lot of music mem- memorabilia. Uh, and then, you know, I, I tend to, I tend to like antiques and vintage cars. And I, so it's, it, when I like something, I generally get more than one of it for sure. For sure. You know, that's just the way, that's the way I work. For sure. Yeah. If you could relive any age of your life, what age would it be? Ooh, probably, uh, probably right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a blast, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I think if, if anything, um, I think one of my favorite times was, was just beginning, was starting in the music industry. I was, um, I had just gotten out of the army, uh, served in the, in the army for three years, um, uh, with the 10th Mountain Division and I, uh, did, did a few deployments and I was, kind of deregulated myself. I was living in a, uh, a school bus that I had 
I guess everybody calls them van living or, or schoolies now, but I, at the time, I just, um, I bought a 67 Chevy school bus, uh, in upstate New York. It was a half size school bus. So, you know, I had the, I had the short bus, captain of the short bus. <laughs> and so I, I, um, I built, I built that thing into, uh, into a house and, uh, um, right there on the barracks parking lot, you know, I'd run an extension cord out from the barracks window and, and, uh, built that whole thing out of a barn wood on the interior. And I, my girlfriend and I lived out of that thing for a couple of years. Um, wow. and that was a really good time. That was before, before, you know, that was before the era of, you know, where everybody had a cell phone. So I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have an address. I didn't have, you know, I just, uh, I had my, my final, you know, I had some money saved up and my final paycheck from the army. And we, we just, uh, we just, uh, just enjoyed kind of, uh, living out of the bus and mountain biking everywhere and having a good time with it. That was a pretty free, free, uh, free period of my life that was kind of before i had to settle down and be an adult i think i'm still trying to do that but i you know i i I understand that one (laughs) i understand too that you know as we do things in life as we find our way you know we we dedicate more than 100 percent of our time to our craft you know so what do you do to get away from your craft um you know i i like you know i'm colorado mountain boy I, i like being up in the mountains um i like to you know, for me, the best way to clear my head uh, is kind of a form of meditation is to jump on the motorcycle and 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 ride through the Rockies. You know, take a take a nice long ride. Um, you know, there's a buddy of mine, one of my best friends. We uh, we we do a lot of international motorcycle trips where we're we're actually living off the motorcycles. And you know, I've done I've done Thailand twice. Um, I've done uh, I've done Baja twice. I've done um, uh, Argentina, Chile, um, a lot of places in the U.S. And it's just, you know, riding the motorcycle. Um, and you know, all you, you have everything you need right there. You got a toolkit, you got two sets of clothes and, uh, and, 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 a, and a dop kit, you know, like that's, that's it. And you're, and the rest of it's adventure. So for me, that's the, that's, that's what gets me, you know, I love what I do. I love my job. Um, absolutely love it, but you know, you gotta, you gotta have a, a break and a balance, um, and, in, a, in another fashion and that's my that's one of my outlets absolutely because you you can't have burnout because it just doesn't work that way you got to have a, a decompression absolutely yeah and it's you know for us it's um you know the bikes that i, I generally will do that with are, are off-road like um you know like an enduro where it's an on-road off-road uh, motorcycle so you know a lot of times we're going up to twelve thousand feet over these mountain passes on you know on forest service access roads and, you know, camping out at, at 12,000 feet. And, you know, there's just nothing like it. I, I absolutely, absolutely love it. Absolutely. Uh, what song could you never tire of listening to? Ooh, you know, I'm a, I definitely love my music. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, my living room is a wall of vinyl. I've got probably about 2,500 records. You know, my mood, it's, it's all based on my mood. I might be in, you know, I absolutely, of course, I love everything Metallica has. You know, I've got every single one of their records that I can that I can find. You know, but I've I've got so many different tastes in in music. You know, it could be could be anywhere. Like when I you know growing up, I, I've got my parents' vinyl in here as well. Now, um, you know, my dad loved you know Led Zeppelin and and Black Sabbath, and but then he also liked you know Harry Chapin and Gordon Lightfoot and Heart. You know, and then my mom was into Elvis and and uh, you know the you know just all the kind of older country bands. Um, so. I really had kind of an eclectic um, taste with all that. So, you know, for me, it just depends on the mood. If I'm in a mosh mood, you know, if I'm in a mosh pit mood, you know, I'll 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 throw something on that, uh, you know, some old ministry or something, some old ministry or, or Nine Inch Nails or um, or Tool. You know, I, I remember, you know, seeing Tool for the first time on the side stage at Lollapalooza, and I was like, "Whoa, the hell are these guys?" <laughs> you know, like, wow. Um, you know, it's so it really depends on. Uh, yeah, it does depend on my mood, but I'll you know. I went, I was going through an Elton John kick for a little while because he's just, uh, you know, I've, I've got, you know, all, all my parents vinyl from, from, you know, from his early stuff. And I really, I really enjoy his songwriting and, and just how, what a, you know, what a wild character, you know. The oh, guy absolutely. Is. Such a, uh, I haven't gotten a know, chance to see him live just, yet. You know, I, I had the opportunity and I missed it because I, I had a, um, I had a vacation planned in Oaxaca. I was, I was down, down sipping mezcal on a beach. So I, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to miss out on that vacation, but I, I did miss out on, on seeing Elton John live, unfortunately. You know, I've had that, some similar stuff happen like that before as well. And I've always thought to myself, it's like, you know, they would probably approve of this, of this vacation. 
Um, yes, I agree. Yep. Uh, and it's, that's just certainly the way, uh, life, life goes sometimes. Definitely. Battles. Uh, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Oh man. You know, this is, it's kind of weird. I, we didn't have a TV growing up. Um, so, you know, we had, we had our, um, we had our music. We had, you know, music, but my parents were, were adamantly opposed to TV and having one in the house. So we, we didn't, uh, we didn't have one. So I just, you know, I was, I read all the time. I was, I still am a voracious reader. Um, but, you know, that being said, I could go over to my buddy's house, um, and, you know, watch, you know, watch, um, watch shows over there. So I had favorites that I liked when I could go over to my buddy's house. Um, and I'd say when I was young, it was Dukes of Hazard. Absolutely love the Dukes of Hazard. Definitely. Uh, and I think, you know, it's the car, you know, jump in the car and, and, and all that. And I think years later, it's kind of ironic because, you know, as a kid, you're not really thinking about, you know, the bootlegging aspect of it. It's just these guys driving their car like crazy, you know, create madmen, which I always loved. Um, and then, uh, the A team, I think was the, uh, was the other one. Um, I just, you know, <laughs> the, the, the original A team. Definitely. Mr. T. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. so I got one other question for you and it's going to be a music question, but before I do, uh, do you have any okay. shout outs you want to give to anybody? Oh, uh, you know, I just, uh, again, I'm just super grateful to, uh, to the band, uh, to Metallica. Uh, they've welcomed me in as, as family. I'm super grateful for the, uh, the black and, Whiskey team. We've got a, an incredible, uh, incredibly talented group of folks that, uh, that that work hard on making this whiskey. So I just want to do a shout out and, and thanks to uh, to all of them. Hell yeah! Uh, so last question of the day here is: What album changed your life? Ooh, that's a good question. Because um, even people who aren't ooh, necessarily you know, musicians, I think, have that one thing that they heard and yeah, yeah. changes them. Uh, well, there's a wow. There's a, there's there's a couple at different times in my life, I feel like, but for sure, um, certainly, certainly the first time I heard Masters of Puppets, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, Master Master of Puppets was the the song where I think I realized, like, oh wait, this is my music. Like I've been listening to my parents' music and I love it. You know, I love so much of it. But when I first heard Master of Puppets, I, I was I was like, this is this is my music. This is this is speaking to me. The other one that actually kind of did that to me was um, was Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. That whole record, that whole album was just good. Every single song, it was not a bad song on that on that album. Absolutely. Um, you know, I you know I, that, that, those two definitely um, kind of started steering me into a, a direction of like, okay, I found my music. I found now I'm starting to discover, you know, uh, Twisted Sister and and Wasp and and Motley Crue and then finding all this other stuff, but it, it definitely the, the the gateway was definitely Metallica, uh, and then right after that Guns N' Roses, I was like, okay, I found it. Um, but I will tell you one album that that made a huge difference uh, and, and impact for me um, when I when I was deployed, I did two two deployments to Somalia um, with the 10th Mountain Division during what what everybody calls the the you know, Black Hawk Down uh, era. We um, we were listening to um, Alice in Chains came out with the song Rooster, and that song became our anthem while we were while we were in Somalia. That was just kind of all of our. It was like our, you know, when you think of the Vietnam era and you think of the Rolling Stones, Paint It Black, or or Jimi Hendrix or the Doors. You know, like that was kind of their the era of music for Vietnam. For us in Somalia, it was definitely Alice in Chains Rooster. Absolutely. And I could definitely relate to both of those. Um, and thank you for your service yeah. on that yeah. as well. No, very kind of you. I appreciate that. Thank you. For sure. Rob, thank you so much for coming into the Metal Forge this week. This has been super awesome. I appreciate everything what you're doing. And, you know, I think I'm going to play some Metallica out today. And what better fitting yeah, song. Oh no! I was gonna, I was gonna say, man, that's awesome. That's a that's a that's a brilliant idea. I, I usually don't play, uh, you know, bigger bands on the show because I just, you know, this is I focus on a lot of uh, more independent bands. But I want to play some Metallica out today, and what better song to play than Blackened? Yeah, good call, man.
Hey, thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Metal Forge. I want to take a minute to remind you guys about the Patreon page. Over on the Patreon page, we have the tiers set up to support the production of the show. We feature the Down and Dirty, which is just a buck. There's nothing special for that one. It just sends me a thank you because every dollar helps. Then there's the Double Down and Dirty. Much akin to the Down and Dirty tier, everything helps produce the show in the end. You make your presence known, and I appreciate that more than you realize. Thank you for being a dedicated friend and supporter to the Metal Forge. By selecting that tier, you will receive some cool Metal Forge stickers in your mailbox. Now... We're really going to start pounding the metal madness with the Apprentice Metalhead for just $5 a month. By becoming an Apprentice Metalhead, you'll be given early access to the shows, published 24 hours before everyone else gets it. You're also going to receive three entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You're also going to receive a 10% discount on all Metal Forge merch, and you're going to receive a sweet Metal Forge patch for your battle jacket or backpack. And now, here is the big one. This is the Master Metalhead for just $10 a month. By becoming a Master Metalhead, you will receive a hand-numbered Metal Forge Master Metalhead membership card. You're going to be given early access to the shows as well, with 36 hours before everyone else. You're going to receive five entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You'll be able to submit audio questions that I will use on the show of you asking questions to the upcoming guests. Remember, timing is everything, and you will need to keep up with the upcoming guest list on the website. You're also going to receive advanced knowledge of any new merch coming out and be given a 25% discount on all Metal Forge merch. And you're also going to get all of the other rewards from the other tiers. So visit patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio today and help support the Metal Forge. Rock on.